Half a day and good morning for RNZ Pacific News. I'm Emma Maile. Northern Mariana's Governor Arno Palocius is looking at implementing an eight-hour reduction of hours for government workers to now 72 hours a fortnight. This is due to the budget crunch following the spending of the previous government. The typical work hours for civil servant workers in the Northern Marianas is 80 hours every two weeks. The proposal comes as Mr Pelosius sent his request to the House of Representatives to revise the 2023 budget. Under the revised budget, his administration identified an estimated net gross revenue and resources of 116.19 million US dollars for fiscal year 2023. Samoa's Prime Minister says her government is looking at introducing a cost of living adjustment for public servants. Fia Mayor Naomi Mata'afa says the proposal is part of the government's commitment to making life easier and affordable for families in Samoa, especially while recovering from COVID. The Samoa Observer reports the PM saying both the public service salary, reclassification and minimum wage issues resurfaced earlier this year during the annual review between government, the private sector and the International Monetary Fund. The Prime Minister says increasing wages boils down to affordability and whether government coffers can sustain a wage increase. Togelao's new administrator has set out some big plans for what he wants to achieve during his tenure. Don Higgins has been in Togelao for the first general meeting following the national election to meet with elders. He says he wants to restart projects affected by the COVID pandemic. Uh, the first one is to complete the projects that we started before COVID, which have been halted because of COVID, held up uh, as, as many things have been. Um, and they include some, some critical infrastructure projects for Tokelau, such as the, the fiber optic cable with Talatop, the renewable energy project, the second phase of that, that was begun when I was here last time in 2013. Don Higgins says he also wants to work with Tokelau for quality of life for those living there and self-determination for the New Zealand round country. The Australian Prime Minister says the AUKUS submarine pact will help his country build on its long-term relationship with the US and UK. Anthony Albanese is in San Diego, where he will announce the details of the deal. It's expected Australia will acquire up to five American-made Virginia-class boats before building an Australian-made nuclear submarine based on a British design. Mr Albanese says the deal is in the interest of all three countries. Cooperation that we've had is, is really exciting. We see that this is an investment in our capability, but at the same time, of course, we're investing in our relationships in the region as well. A delegation from American Samoa has visited Samoa in a bid to improve customs relationships. During the site visit to the Faleolo International Airport, the delegation had a walkthrough and first-hand involvement in the passenger and cargo clearance of the Air New Zealand flight, which arrived on Thursday afternoon. 
In a statement, the government of Samoa says in-depth discussions held during this week covered areas of concern, including illicit drugs and substances, false declaration and undervaluation of goods, and increased trade of counterfeit goods as well as medicine. The eccentric sci-fi movie Everything Everywhere All at Once has won the Best Film Award at the annual Oscars ceremony in Hollywood. The BBC's Sophie Long was there. Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress for her portrayal of a Chinese-American mother drowning in taxes, unknowingly destined to save the world in Everything Everywhere All at Once, making her the first Asian woman to win the award. Ki Hui Kwan, who played Yeo's husband in the film, won Best Supporting Actor after a 20-year hiatus due to the lack of roles for Asian men. And Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress, her first Oscar at the age of 64. The film's co-directors, known as the Daniels, won the Best Directing Prize. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for playing a man incapacitated by grief and obesity in The Whale. There was disappointment, though, for both Elvis and the Banshees of Inner Sharon, which both entered the evening with nine nominations, but ultimately left empty-handed. The Biden administration has approved an oil drilling operation in Alaska, despite fierce opposition from environmentalists. Drilling will take place on at least three sites, as the BBC's Normia Iqbal reports. Under the plans, the drilling will take place on Alaska's North Slope, one of the last unspoiled wilderness areas in America. The site would produce about 600 million barrels of oil over 30 years, but also create emissions equivalent to what 66 new coal-fired power plants produce in a year. This is why environmental groups say it undermines President Biden's pledge to combat climate change. But Mr Biden has also faced pressure from many Alaskans who want the project, tribal governments, unions and some indigenous groups who say it will pump billions of dollars into the area and create thousands of jobs. In sport, the Black Caps claimed a nerve-wracking last ball win over Sri Lanka in the first cricket test. But Captain Tim Southey says he was always confident of victory while Kane Williamson was at the crease. Needing 257 runs to win on the final day, the hosts were left with just one extended session after wet weather washed out four and a half hours of play. Williamson scored his 27th Test 100 and ran a bye with Neil Wagner on the final ball to claim a thrilling victory for Southie's side. Guys are reasonably calm throughout the day, obviously a lot of rain around, um, the guys were still reasonably calm and, and I think as long as having someone like Kane at the crease, the guys were, were, were very trusted in what he was, he was going to do. Meanwhile, debutants Chad Bowes and Ben Lister have been named in the Black Caps one-day squad for the series against Sri Lanka later this month. The Northern Stars crushed the Southern Steel 74-40 in last night's ANZ Nepal Premiership match in Auckland. And that's your news of sports. For more of our headlines and stories, go to rnzi.com.